This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade for law. Hello, everybody. Welcome off the rack. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. This is a comic book show where we take books from the past week, and then we recap them, review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations of books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up on New Comic Book Day, and of course on DC Day, which is Tuesdays. It's uh, D-Day. It's D-Day every week for DC books. Of course, this show isn't possible without viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, congratulations. You are the seldom few who can actually support this show directly. And the way to do that is just by using the Super Chats. Use those Super Chats in the comment section. Read and write a comment or a question, and we will read it here on the show and weave it in to the show itself. Uh, we actually have an audio version of this show, which you can find on Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are found. Nice. It's under the Elseworlds Exchange, just a way for me to save some scratch and not have to pay, like, a few hundred dollars <laughs> to have to like host two different shows. Okay. Uh, so it's couched in there. So basically if you subscribe to Elseworlds Exchange, you're going to get two shows for the price of one and the price is zero. So, you know, that's why we have the, you know, the sponsorships it helps out a little bit because right. everything on this channel is free. No paywall. No, that's true. Uh, that said, if like, you know, some sock company wants to, so, oh yeah, no, we're we are not beyond. I, I will sell socks. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I should actually research that. I, just give me a list of all the things you want. And we will come up with a way of getting sponsors. I like socks. Because we are not against sponsors, let me tell you something. We've been <laughs> sponsored before. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and throw out a free sponsorship right now uh, to BaltimoreComicConLive.com. Baltimore Comic Con is happening this weekend, bet you didn't know. And I'll bet you didn't even know you could go to it. Even if you are social distancing or in Australia or whatever, you can watch, the sh you can watch that show. And the three, at least, days of programming that are happening... Uh, those days that are happening, those that programming, it's going to be happening at BaltimoreComicConLive.com. And here, you're going to see a lot of stuff being broadcast through this channel that weekend. Yeah. Uh, that so, is to say this weekend. So prepare yourself. So prepare yourself for an inundation of videos and stuff. Please don't unsubscribe if you're inundated with videos. It's I just, promise you. It's, it's just, just a, It's 72 hours of stuff. Uh, but there's going to be a ton of stuff coming out. And I promise you, I wouldn't be affiliated with it if I didn't think it was cool. And there's a lot of really dope ideas coming out of there. A lot, oh, they're all panels, but a lot of them are also exclusive where, you know, you can pay to get a ticket to go to like the Drink and Draw panel, for example. If you're not familiar with Drink and Draw, great show, great channel. Uh, Joe Cassad and a bunch of other fun artists like sit down and they draw and they drink. And that's the show. It's very, it's very simple in its execution. Uh, but it's going to have a ton of really cool artists, including Daniel Warren Johnson, who are going to be on that show, and they're going to be drawing little sketch cards, and you can, if you pay to go, you can get, a, you're guaranteed a sketch from the show. Mm -hmm. So, it's pretty dope. I think you should check it out. Yeah. Uh, that and, and so much more. You get Dave Gibbons being interviewed by Tom King. They're both going to talk about Watchmen for like a while. It's going to mm -hmm. be a lot of fun. Uh, there's also a special D&D &D game. That's going to be run by our own friend, Cape Joel. That's right. He's going to be running the game, and right. Jim Zub and his friends are going to be playing. It's going right. to be a whole bunch of comic book creators, like, playing d and D. I know. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm going camping. 
You can't go. <laughs> I'm not going camping because I have to do this. Yeah. Camping that was decided before. Long before. Long but before. I had the opportunity to do this, and so I had to take it. Yeah. So here we are. Uh, so yeah, if you want to help support the channel directly, you can always go to patreon.com slash to help us out. But uh, I implore you, check out BaltimoreComicOnLive.com or just subscribe here and hang out. And uh, you know, that's happening this weekend. That's happening. That's right. So we got a bunch of books that came out this past week. Was this the one where you were complaining about how many books were out? Or was that last week? I think that was last week. I think that's why the episode was two hours long. Yes. So what, uh, what, what, what's, what's uh, something that you want to talk about that isn't so exciting and important that it will cause everyone to watch and then immediately stop watching the show? There's a Hocus Pocus reunion coming. That I did not know. Sorry, I wanted to tweet about the show, but I'll save that for later. Fair enough. I don't know later when. Um, once a future came out, it's still awesome. Yeah. That's my, that's my review. Not a bad review. It's great. Yeah. Stories are tangled up. Like, the Arthurian lore is, like, slamming into Beowulf, and, like, it's, it's great. And I'm like, ooh, what you doing, Merlin? <laughs> what you doing, Merlin? That sounds fun. Yeah. Good. That was kind of, like, my, like, one-off that I read this week that didn't have anything to do with Ten of Swords. So the right. question is, when do we want to talk about Ten of Swords? Right. Well, let's, let's, let's dip our toe a little bit into the comic book pool before we spend the rest of the show talking about Ten of Swords. That's not true. We've got a lot. How many titles of Ten of Swords did we do today? Three. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> let's, let's jump into some Super Chats, actually, because okay. there's a bunch of things that I want to talk about. There's only, like, three books that I'm going to be covering today. So. Really? Yeah. Did you read Strange Adventures? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we could talk about we'll that, We'll talk too. about that. Uh, before we do, of course, I want to also, of course, throw uh, the show to Brian Rollins, who says, a lot of good comics and Dark Knight's death metal. Thumbs down. Came out last week. Can't wait to hear what our what the best comic channel has to say. Thank you, Brian. You're very kind. Um, yeah, death metal came out. We'll review that in a little while. <laughs> it came out. It came out. It's a thing that exists, well, and it just keeps here, coming right? out, and it comes out on time. Uh, just for me too, but you guys are my like my second mom and dad power couple for the win. Thank you very much, just oh, for me too. Well, thank you. That's very flattering, I suppose. <laughs> That's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. I don't know if you can handle that. I agree. Uh, we'll be absentee parents from here on out. Uh, <laughs> the Gray Initiate Gaiman said the Netflix Sandman series has already started filming and the cast will be revealed soon. Who is your death or your dream casting for Morpheus? I I said I saw Dream, thought Death. Don't yeah. know why Morpheus is Dream. Moving on. Uh, who's your dream casting for Morpheus? Who do you want to see Morpheus? I don't have one. No, you don't want to show. Morpheus. Yeah. Himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he could show up, that that would be great. What if they uh, made him CG and just made a, like, realistic version of... Like, there is no Morpheus. No, if they did that, like... If they like, they have Doug it, Jones just wear a thing. <laughs> yeah, if they did that, that'd be great, but then you have to, like, not get... Okay, so here's my thing, guys. Here's my thing, okay? Because you like... Sandman. I do. I do. I like it. Very so you much. must like everything affiliated with Sandman. No, um, but that's okay because there's like all different methods in which people consume content, and so there's a lot of different avenues out there, and that's great. Um, my thing with characters like this, while it would, I'm sure it'd be very cool to get an actor who is like well known and like you know is in love with the character and has always wanted to play them. There is something to be said about having an unknown. Yes. Who will just be the character? Right. So it's not like, you know, like, in a, for example, with the audio book, it's James McAvoy. And it's James McAvoy as Morpheus, as opposed to getting an unknown who's just like, I don't know this guy from anything. Yeah. That's, that's my ideal, is to find an unknown who has the chops to pull it off. Mm -hmm. If you have to do it live action, that would be what I'd like to see. 
Who would you cast as Death? Well, the person she's modeled after is a little old now. She's too old to be Death. Too old. Again, I would go unknown. Yeah. I'm all about the unknown when it comes to like characters who it's like, you just know. Right. You just know that. Well, and if you have a property that's well-known enough, you can just cast anybody and be like, Neil Gaiman, Sandman, and just be like, oh, I'm just going to see that. I'm not, I'm not going to, like, I don't know anyone who's going to go see Sandman because like Joseph Gordon-Levitt's playing Morpheus. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't matter who you get. Mm -hmm. Just, just, if it's, if it's a big enough property, just go with that. Mm-hmm. Eddie Eckenberg, thank you very much for your super chat, man. Wow, thank uh, you. While the Kindred reveal might feel predictable, I'm glad they went with what would be a narratively satisfying thing as opposed to just something that was surprising but stupid. P.S. Love Tiffany on Elseworlds Exchange. Oh, thank you. Same here. That's yeah, so she's sweet. incredible. Thank you. Um, yeah, man, I agree. Uh, uh, I don't want to get into the spoilers just yet for, for Kindred. Obviously, we're saving that to the end. But I will say, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a little... I'm a little concerned that uh, before I say, like, hey, I was right, because I don't want to necessarily say, hey, I was right, and then have the next issue be like, every last page of of the next, like, ten issues of Spider-Man is another Kindred reveal, until it turns out, like, there's 20 people playing Kindred. Oh. Uh, by the way, there's somebody in the chat who said, correct me if I'm wrong, and I, I rarely get this opportunity, you are wrong, uh, because doesn't Tom King dislike Superman? No, you're actually very wrong. Uh, he loves Superman and really, really enjoyed writing him. Uh, and I know that because Benny and I talked to him for like an hour and a half at, uh, on Absolute Comics, which what? will be dropping tomorrow. What? Uh, so yeah. And I can only say that because I know for a fact. Uh, and I asked him specifically about it. Mm -hmm. uh, Shane O'Neill, sadly can't stick around to watch, but excited to catch up. The super chat is 80% for the laugh I got from the damn story on the Caravan of Garbage. All the best guys stay safe. Thank you very much, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. D yeah, damn. Anyway, uh, if you haven't watched that, you probably did. Caravan of Garbage is way more popular than this. Uh, and Deviled Ham with a, tw with a, with a very uh, generous super chat. Thank you very much. With a hilarious pair exercising, I guess, saying Whoa. thanks for being you. He just has a, a He's got the headband. On, but he's like, he's just admiring himself and he's just like loving himself. Right, because thanks for love. being you. Yeah. 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 I love these gifts. I never see them except when like occasionally somebody here is is generous enough to share them with us. Thank you, Devil Ham. Yeah, we, we really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you for being you. Uh, so yeah, uh, really quick, I just want to mention I, I read Batman Max number four or five from last week. Oh yeah. It. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Don't you just love Sam Keith? I. Yes. Do you love this book? No. <laughs> but you know what's funny? Like it's giving me <laughs> things I asked for. So like you get what you pay for. You get what you, you reap what you sow. Because uh, like, who's in it? Max, Julie, Gone, Batman, it, it, the Outback, Joker. You know, there's all the things you want from a Max Batman crossover. It's everything you could have ever asked for, except for like older Keith art. Mm. Um, this is, and, and I don't know what the colorist problem is, but like, they're doing a nice job. But for some reason, like he's purple <laughs> all the way to the feet, and it's like, is that not what he it's was? It's super lazy. No, the feet were like they they had different color and they had okay. like contrast and there's okay. they, like and for whatever reason Keith is also like doing this weird like nightcrawler tattoo nonsense on his suit. Max wears a purple suit, mm -hmm. but for some reason now he's like putting like filigree and crap. Like it goes, it starts with purple, and then it just becomes this like texture of of patterns. And like, well, he's sort of a dream entity, so maybe he is is evolving. Maybe. 
Except it's way, it's a, it's a, it, this book is like kind of like either a flashback story or a alternate reality story. I don't know. It's devolving. It's really weird. Okay. I'm but, sorry. Uh, but it's fine. I'm sorry. It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, what, what did I want to talk about? Is there anything that I was going to talk Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Strange Adventures number six from Tom King, Mitch Jarrods, and Doc Shaner. It's got skeletons. It's got skeletons. At least it's one of the covers. I think the other covers on the back, I don't know. I like nope. the skeletons. No, that's just a page from the book. Um, yeah, let's talk about this book. Uh, this is, of course, the the halfway point of Strange Adventures, which is a 12-issue maxi-series from Tom Hooray! King, uh, as a kind of like psychological dive into Adam Strange, his wife Alana, Mr. Terrific. Um, what'd you think? I loved it. Of I course, mean, I love this. I love this series. It's mm-hmm. great. It's and this was no less great. Yeah, like, this this surprised me. It came kind of out of left field because I don't remember it being set up. Oh, really? Yeah, because the whole thing is basically a conversation between Mr. Terrific and Alana. And I don't remember that being set up in the previous issue. I think it was. I mean, it had to have been. But it's... It, anyway, so they have this... Well, even if it wasn't, they're like, you know, days are... Pre- like, yeah, but Alana seems very combative and she threw Mr. Terrific under the bus publicly. So it's kind of like, why would she... Even if, like, obviously Mr. Terrific's playing a game and she's playing a game, but, like, mm-hmm. why would she meet with him if she, would like, just publicly destroyed him or tried to? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, isn't that kind of, like, showing your hand? Like, nah, we're all just, we're all just messing around, aren't we? I don't know. Or, or maybe it's not working. And I, I think that, well, anyway. It could just be that, like, it, it, he was just like, let's have a conversation and then what are you going to do? Yeah, which could explain why she was so flip in her, uh, like, conversation transition. Where she's like, let's talk about dead children. Yeah. Which was the first time that I was aware I was reading a comic book. What that, do you mean? that line was, it was, it's a great line. It's really well scripted. And it felt like a really well scripted line that no human would ever say. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I thought, I, it's like, I took that as like, she's like trying to take control of the conversation. Well, she's trying to take control of every, of all of that. No, I know, book. but like by saying that, yeah. that's like the like I'm deciding what we're talking about. Right. And I'm well, and I assumed that that was what she thought he wanted to talk about. So she's like I'm taking a yeah. I mean, she's definitely doing that. It just felt like really scripted. No, I I think someone can absolutely do something like that, mm-hmm. especially someone like her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where like you know, she again, she's playing chess. Like right. she's like thinking a- ahead. Yeah. And like you just see her a little like like you know, unguarded Yeah, a little end, bit. unless she's not I, I don't know. I don't buy I don't that. know. But like I I really did not have an issue with that line. I was like, yeah, no, she's just like mm-hmm. like she's just like screw you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I'm, I'm snarky and I and I can be just as like unfeeling and hard as mm-hmm. like you come off yes the uh and of course there's the flashbacks to doc shaner's art which depicts the war yeah with the picts and the iranians yeah and like how like it, it you know they end up on the front lines obviously and like there's just constantly like this like oh here comes like backup the cavalry's coming and like the cavalry never gets there no like ever right yeah and, and so like it's up to him just to do everything more iranian lies Right. But, uh, well, yeah. I mean, like, but then she does reveal, like, well, according to her story, like, he asks what happens to her, her daughter. Yes. And, like, she's just like, well, you know, Adam was taken by the pics, and, like, when he was returned, he was, like, diminished as a person. Yep. And, like, so, like, when they went out to the desert, like, he couldn't save her. Yes. And I'm like, that's convenient. I don't buy that at all. Like, none of that sounds real. I'm like, real. however, if it was real, it does, like, 
well, her version of it. Exactly. Which could be a lie. She's a harsh person. Well, it could also be like that she was told this lie. I'm not sure which way we're going with this. Right. Who's bro... Like, yeah, is is Adam Strange a liar? Yeah. Well, not that he's a liar or like that like he like blocked it out. Mm -hmm. But like, I I, I could definitely see her just like, she doesn't care. She's just telling whatever story gets her gets him off her back exactly don't Ooh. forget that there's also a looming invasion of the picts coming to earth that yeah. alana of course brought up in the last issue yeah exactly and they mentioned it in here as well but yeah like that it could also be that she um is going to come to a realization because it's like she also just truly does believe in adam yeah and she talks him up quite a bit even <laughs> though she does think that he is not quite the hero he used to be this is the be. first time she's ever shown like lack of you know reverence for him yeah was that line, which I think was also a, a tactic she was using because there's clearly like an attempt by her to sleep with Mr. Terrific and use him or manipulate him. And I think that she was doing that as a way of trying to diminish Adam in his eyes to make her seduction more believable. Maybe. I mean, like, yeah, they like draw close to one another, but then she, she immediately talks about the war. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but then he, the the reason why it doesn't, well, I think the reason why it doesn't work or why it doesn't happen is because he is like, he lets all of this conversation happen. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, he's like, anyway, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to stop investigating you. Bye. Yeah, yeah. It's cold out there, Slam. It was just, what an incredible uh, fight scene of dialogue in this no, book. No, it is. It, it It is excellent. But I mean, like, that's who this book's about. Yeah. So. First time I've seen Alana taken aback or taken off guard. Right. Or not. I. I don't know. I think that, that, that one image is very telling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's an excellent book. It is excellent. Just continues to be great. It's it's so good. I'm like, yeah. It's just, it's just great. I just love it. Right. And I, and I, I like. I'm excited that we're halfway through, but I'm also like, oh, oh. six months. <laughs> I know, I know. And then we'll get the we'll get the hardcover, and you know, mm-hmm. it'll be great. That would be March. Oh, when it's done? Yeah. Wow. Unless it's delayed. I doubt it. I think it's done. Yeah, I think so too. I feel like it might be done. Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope. I'm looking so. forward to like untangling the lies. Yes. It's like that's what I'm really excited about. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be lies. And I don't think it's going to be bullshit. I think we'll we'll get all the answers. Yeah, no, for sure. But, like, I think there are are a lot of lies being told. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing who's the biggest liar. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Dan Wesley with a a little dancing guy. I have literally been, like, just... Just mesmerized by him. Yeah, I love him. Uh, Ron Katerasana, Once in Future, feels like national treasure of comic books in the best ways. Yes. Yeah. National treasure. But, like... Without... (laughs) Yeah, but without uh, Nick... How could you have that? I know. Y'all right. Uh, <laughs> Scarlet Hottie, Batman is no more. I have vanquished him. Do not tell the publishers. I'll I'll keep that in mind. Thank you very much. Don't tell them. I won't. I'll keep it. I'll keep it <laughs> under my hat. Uh, so let's. Uh, what else you got? What any anything else before we get into the X Men? Nope. Okay. I'm just knocked everything over. Are we getting into the X Men? I think we should. Right. Okay. So a couple things happened this week. Let's uh, talk have... about them. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm like, which, okay. So it starts in Hellions this week. That was part, um, uh, six? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes, part six. Um, Hellions this week, um, does something that's awesome. Oh, that's rare. Um, no, it's not. I really enjoyed Hellions. I'm sorry, I was thinking of, uh, Fallen Angels. 
Yes, you that's were, the other book that you I don't were thinking read. Of Fallen Angels. No, no, Hellions. Hellions was the one that dealt with uh, Madeline Pryor. Yes, and has like Mr. Sinister's like team of like not Suicide Squad. Yes, um, this is written by credits pitch Zeb Wells with art by Carmen Carnero. Oh, Zeb Wells wrote this. Yeah, by the way, Carmen Carnero, she's great. I don't know the name. She's great. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. Like, it completely fits in with the aesthetic that they've had for it. Definitely. Like, for, the, for these books. The and Laraz, like it, it's just, Silva. Yeah, it's just excellent. I, I like really, it. I really dig it. Mm. Um, so, this this Hellions book actually fits pretty well for me within what's been happening with Hellions. Good. They just returned back from, like, their, like... Ex- like their fight. Well, yeah, with their fight, with their journey out to, like, Sinister's, like, you know, cloning facility, uh-huh. right? And it's like, you know, Empath died early on yeah because you know what's he gonna do because well no because they they killed him like you know <laughs> um but it's like afterwards essentially sinister goes to the quiet council and is like i have a plan here's the plan okay the plan is what we should do we should just send my team in mm. to Araco to go get all the swords for their team first so they don't have any swords. <laughs> then they can't fight. What a crappy plan. That's my plan. That sucks. That's my plan. I mean, like, that that's like a first idea. Nope, that's my plan. That's what we should do. All right, Sinister. So, like, they're like, um, so, like, a bunch of people talk about it, and, like, it's like, well, like, I know we don't want other people to die because if they die over there or whatever, but it's like, my team kind of sucks. Right, right like, let them die. Like, we don't like these let guys, right? Like, who cares? And, like, the idea is that, like, if it works, it could save a lot of lives, right? Sure. Like, it could really, like, get the job done, essentially. And, like, Xavier's like, I don't I don't know if this is, this is a good idea. And so is Magneto. And they take a vote. Like, Sinister calls for a vote. Okay. And, like, enough people vote for it. Like, oh, they need shit, five really? Votes, and, like, they get the five votes. And, like, the five votes come from, like, Exodus and Mystique and Sinister and Emma and I think Sebastian. Okay. Um, and so they get the votes from the places you'd expect the votes to come sure. from, right? And then Exodus is like, oh man, yeah, like I voted for this. I think it's a great plan. You're going to have to leave them, Sinister. Right. <laughs> you have to go with them. You can't just send them over there. You have to go too. And Sinister's like, uh, I've got the floor. You don't get to talk right now. <laughs> and they're like, he's like, no, 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 we should vote. We should vote, oh right? Oh my God. And and so like essentially they they vote for that, and they only get four votes because Sinister doesn't vote this time. Right. Right? And then, um, Sinister's like, okay, cool. So anyway, so I, the whole team's gonna go and, like, you know, um, I'm gonna need everybody, including Havoc. I know, and then he gives Magneto a real hard time about his daughter. Okay. About how, like, Havoc, like, follows her around like a sick puppy. Yeah. And, like, blah, blah, blah. So then Magneto just goes, I'm going to change my vote. <laughs> I'd so love just, to see you go. Yes. No, no, you're going. So Sinister has to go. Yay. Except Sinister, of course, has a clone of himself. Of course he does. So he wakes a clone up, and they have a fight about who is going to go. Uh-huh. And we don't know who God. wins. Uh-huh. But regardless, like, they, like whoever goes wears the cape, and they've got the cape, so they're, they're going. Right? Okay. They will have to, um, they also have Empath. Empath was resurrected just before all of the eggs were destroyed. Oh, So what? Empath is back. Okay. Nobody wanted to deal with him. In fact, like, Xavier brings him back, gives him his memories back, and immediately is like, you guys can finish this up. I don't want to deal with him. I hate him. <laughs> like I don't, I don't want to deal with him. Okay. He's a trash person. Trash man. 
So he doesn't gently caress his chin like he does everybody else. No, and then like Empath is like, "Hey, where's like my like you know my my great announcement that I'm back?" Yeah, and they're like, "No, no, that's like for people we like." Storm's like mutant, yay! No, she's not even there. She's like, <laughs> she's not even there at all. No, I know. Just... Like, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, it's that. Yeah, it's that. Like, like, it's just like there's nobody no one there. Cares. Wow. Um. So essentially, they they like gear up and they're ready to go and um. Gray Crow really doesn't want him to like to empath to go. Gray Crow obviously the one who killed Empath yeah. last time. Um, they have to go through the Avalon Gate okay. now to get to other worlds yes. since the external gate is destroyed. Right. So they realize that they're going to have to get the like permission from King Jamie. Okay. Wow. Because Jamie is technically under the thumb of Saturnine, and right. so she is more powerful than he is, even though he's a reality altering mutant. Mm -hmm. She is outside the multiverse in yeah. a sense. So I don't know. So, but he does have to serve her with that. Yeah. So like they show up and Sinister's like, ta-da, I'm here. Right. Ta-da, let us go through. Mm-hmm. And like, Jamie's like, nah, nah, I can't do that. I can't, I can't do that, Why? Sinister. I'm not gonna, because he really delights making Sinister not be able to do something too. Okay. He's like, no, you can't go. Sorry, okay. I'm in charge here. What are you gonna do for me? Right. And Sinister reminds him, he's like, don't forget if you die here. Right. There's no coming back. Yeah. So, like, maybe what I'll do is I could have a clone of you ready. Yeah. Because I have a secret cloning lab <laughs> on Krakoa mm. that, like, I'm not supposed to have. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, Jamie essentially is like, yeah, well, all right, I'm in. But I'm going to give you a gift. I'm going to take the gift with you. Okay. Gonna, I'm gonna, it's, it's, a white, it's a white elephant, essentially. Yeah. It's a white horse. Ah. He's like, you take this white horse with you. Okay. And it's called like Princess Silkmane. And like <laughs> the entire time there has been this dude like in the throne room desperately trying to keep Princess Silkmane like wrangled. Yes. And like she's just not having it. And like Jamie's like, you told me you knew how to, you knew horses. And he's like, I never said that. <laughs> I know like literally Why would I tell never you that? said that, right? Mm -hmm. So that happens a couple of times and inevitably like we get like this like humorous moment where like Jamie is like, wait, I know horses. Oh. Not you. Right. Why Why are you holding the horse reins? Oh, my God. Anyway, so, like, he's like, no, you have to take this horse with you. This is a gift. Right. And, like, so he's like, I'm not taking it. That's a lot. Of, no, that's a lot. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work to have a horse. We're not taking a horse. Right. And he's well, those are like, my deals, so. He's like, well, if you don't take it, I'm going to tell everybody on Krakoa about your secret cloning facility. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay. All right, I'll take your dumb horse. Yeah, so they put Nanny on top of the horse. Okay. And they're going through the market, and, like, Saturnine's, like, some of her, like, priestesses stop them and they're like that's contraband material that's saturnine's horse oh <laughs> that's some naked buffoon stole and then <laughs> that is something that jamie would totally do yep so basically like you know sinister tries to like weasel their way out of it and then eventually it's like okay empath do your thing and then it's like no what the f because empath this book is infuriating empath won't do it because when he got his memories back they didn't, remembered. Oh. Well, no, they didn't have a backup of who killed him. Uh, so he's won't like nobody'll tell him who killed him. Oh my god. So he's like, someone tell me. Someone tell who was it? Who was it? Was it you? Who mm -hmm. was it? So he's like, No. You tell me who killed me. And then I'll do it. And then I'll do it. Mm -hmm. So inevitably, like, they make a trade that like Empath can make Grey Crow his puppet. Okay. If he'll do his thing. And so he does. Okay. And so like when Grey Crow comes out the other side of this, like Empath's going to be like blade alive. Oh yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually they they get a bunch of other horses and they're riding forth to To glory. Well to, to steal everyone else's swords. To Araco. It's like the worst idea ever. And I love that they were like, you have to go, Sinister. Right. 
I mean, there'll still be a sinister, but yeah. like he's put in a position he hates, and I love that. Yeah, that's true. So like we're just kind of establishing like you know like what is sinister doing right during all of this because like the fact is he's very much like out of this like like it's not really in this. He's yeah. not really a part of not this part of this event, right? But like. You know, you are dealing with the fact that, like, right now they've halted resurrection protocol, and, like, he is a guy who can clone, and the fact is, like, you know, we were reminded in the handbook that, like, don't forget, like, Moira really didn't want Xavier Magneto working with Sinister, so it's like, there's a big thing going on in which Apocalypse was taken down, Yeah, and, like, we're not gonna find out what Sinister's up to. Well, Sinister's in it now. Like, he's, he's in the shit. And, like, I'm not sure what they'll, like, if anything they do will have, like, really long-lasting effects other than inevitably, you know, Saturn is going to find out, which will put them in, like, a bad position when they go there. Right. I don't know. Like, it's just sinister being sinister. Yeah. Being a dumbass. Over <laughs> in New Mutants, um, we deal with uh, essentially the fact that, by the way, it looks great. I love this look for this book Yay. because it very much has that, like, Sinkovich. Yes. That's like, what New Mutants looks. The good New Mutants book looked yeah. like that was their artist. So yeah, and, and it looks it looks fantastic. But this book literally um, is chapter seven. It's issue thirteen mm-hmm. of New Mutants, uh, written by Ed Brisson with art by Rod Rice. And um, this book's just like, hey, don't forget that um, Cipher has to be. A, he's a sword he's, or whatever. You know, yeah, he's got warlock. The, he's got warlock. He has to wield him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this. Cipher is not a swordsman. Right, no, he's a loser. So, you know, when well, yeah. he's not a loser, that's just not his forte. I just, every time I, lo- I saw him in anything, he's just like, no, I can't fight. And then he dies. What? Oh, like in the past books? Yeah. yeah. No, books. in this, he's like, he's essentially, it's like, they're going to have this big like, contest of champions. Yeah. And, and one like, of their champions can't fight. No, but he's wielding another guy. Yeah, but that other... can do anything. Right, but no. But like, he still needs to be able to fight. And so, like, magic essentially is like, Hey, I gotta teach you how to use. I will. Your sword. I will have to teach you how to do this because you could cost us. Because then, instead of having ten combatants, we'll have nine combatants against ten, and that's yeah. not any way to go into a fight. Sure. So she's working on that. Meanwhile, Krakoa is like, "Hey, you should sub someone in because if Cipher dies, yeah, and we can't resurrect him. We can't talk to each you other. You can't talk to me anymore, and I don't like that. Yeah, that's not going to be good for us. Right. And Xavier's like. That's kind of a good point. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a good point. And Cypher's like, no, I want. I was selected. I want to do this. Uh huh. Like I want to feel. Also, I don't want any to give anyone warlock. Well, sure, but he's just like he wants to prove himself because sure. he feels like he's never gotten to. He hasn't to to prove himself or do anything in that capacity. Yeah. So magic trains him for quite a while. He like improves slightly, kind of. Exodus shows up again in this book. Oh. Because Exodus was there, like, this book happens right after they had the meeting in which Sinister's team's gonna go off, because it's like, Krakoa's like, if they fail, you're gonna have to go fight. Yeah. So Exodus has been listening to this, and he meets Cypher in the forest, and he's like, hey, you know, I heard what they were, like, what you were saying about that, and since you won't have someone sub in for you, Mm -hmm. because you want to feel like... A a big shot. Yeah, or like, you want to prove yourself... What if instead I just kill you and then you'll res- be resurrected when we re- have the resurrection protocol? Right. And so, like, he starts to kill him. Oh. And Warlock fights back mm. and, like, gets him away. And then inevitably, Krakoa inhabits the body of Mondo, which is still super creepy. Yes. Super creepy. And he's like, hey, listen, I, I, I heard what that Exodus guy said. And while I don't want you to have to die, 
what if I just put you into exile? Right. It'll suck. Just stick it's gonna you in suck. The crevice with but then, like, they'll have to send someone else because Exit is actually volunteering. She's like, I should be Jesus, going. This is really demeaning for yeah. him. She's like, okay, let's all just like let's all have a big meeting about how lame Cipher is and <laughs> yeah. what we can do to protect him from yeah. being killed from like from like hurting himself because he sucks so yeah. much. Um, but like, you know, Exit is really just like, I should be going. Yeah. I'm a swordsman. I'm a new mutant. Come on. I, I should do this, not you. Mm-hmm. So Krakoa offers that, and he's and like Cypher's like, no. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Um. Also, like, uh, Warlock and Cypher have a conversation in which like Cypher's like, well, I guess you're not really a secret anymore. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh finally. I mean, he's like, not that we were doing a very good job of keeping you secret. No. But, so they totally full on like, they're like we weren't doing a very good job anyway. But now like, secrets yeah. out, whatever. Magic continues to train him. He gets, like, minorly better because he realizes that as he was training with magic, the, like, the way in which he moves is like a language. Oh! And so he's like, I'm starting to understand what you're going to do because I'm starting to understand the language of your fighting. That's cool. And I was like, that's interesting. That's a really smart way to use Cypher. Right, right? So, like, we'll see how that works out when he actually gets there. But at the end, he joins the circle. Yay. And so they have their four Bing. combatants. And it's okay. Like, cool. Six cool. more to go. Six more to go. We get the next one in Cable. Good. Uh, cable number five, part uh, chapter eight yep. of this. Uh, don't forget the Summers, like, tiny family unit of Cyclops, Gene, and Cable were on S.W.O.R.D. Yes, they opened up S.W.O.R.D. They powered it up. And this book is like, okay, so they power it up. And they're, like, investigating the ship. And they, like, split up. Mm -hmm. Like you do. Oh yeah. Well, Jean goes when you're one. On a derelict well, space Jean craft. goes one way, but if you think about it, she is a telepath. She's never really alone if she doesn't <laughs> want to be. That's true. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so is Cable. Yeah, nebulously. Sure. It's funny. Cyclops gives him a hard time about that. Like he's just like, no. He at one point, like he's asking about something, and Cyclops says like, no, Cable. I'm asking the telepath in our family. He's like, I'm telepath. <laughs> I technically like, have. He's telepathy. like, you don't practice though. No. Mm. He's like, stop. So while they're investigating the ship, Cyclops and Cable notice that like they're like on the walls are like the charred shadows of like people. Okay. And yeah, so yeah. they're like, obviously, sword didn't go down without a fight. Mm -hmm. So what happened? Yeah. So they're working their way through the ship. They find a door that's been like shoddily welded. Uh huh. So Cyclops uses his like optic beam mm -hmm. and like. Opens it up, and in there they find this big scary gate, mm. like this just really yeah. dark, like otherworldly gate. Yeah, otherworldly gate. Jean finds someone. Mm. She finds a person, and then she's talking to them, and they're like, "Okay, so yeah, you turned it back on. Cool. You shouldn't have done that. We tried to stop them, and we couldn't do it, and that was our job." And he turns around, and he's like, his eyes are black, oh. and it's like, "I'm like, oh, it's Ben Horizon." <laughs> oh, we're doing Event Horizon. Cool. We're on a scary ship. Yeah. And something. Ghost came. ship. What ghost, hell? Ghost ship. Well, okay, here we go. Yeah. Where does this portal go? Right. So she tries to read his mind. It won't work. Mm -hmm. He opens his eyes up. She finds out what happens. She's like, you know, he launches himself out into space. Uh huh. Because he's, you know, like, I have to protect the earth. And so this is the way I have to do it. I have to kill myself. Bye. Okay. And so he kills himself. And Gene's like, don't open any doors. <laughs> Scott's like, I won't open any more doors. Right. But I opened I already, the biggest one. I already opened a door and um, I shouldn't have. Right. All right. I shouldn't have opened the door. Yet here we are. Right. She shows up, meets them. Things start coming out of the gate. 
Okay. What kind of things? Um, like these. Oh, they're like, like neat little like alien cosmonauts. Yeah, and they say cleanse, dissect, learn. So the three of them attack them immediately and kill them, cool. and then th- like a bunch more show up. Three more show up. Mm-hmm. She's like, all right. So I they want to. Okay, so they say something. I'm trying to like bury the lead. I'm trying. I don't. I, I don't want to bury the lead, but it's like they say something that's so interesting, but that like I don't know if it means anything. Yeah. They they mention that it's like there's like garbage here, right? Mm-hmm. Like trash, and like that feasts upon the decaying dimension that'll be categorized and then cleansed. Only when death is uniform can our work begin. Of, of, uh, to mind the truth of the past. And I'm like, are you Langoliers? <laughs> like, are you telling me... Right, I'm eating the... Pre- I'm, yeah. That, like, the issue is that, like, Moira keeps resurrecting and, oh like, so you're God. there to clean up the timelines? That'd be really cool. I don't know if that... Like, it's literally too warbling, so I'm really trying not to think too much into it, but immediately yeah. I was like, but, like why, are we, why are we doing this? Because yeah. comic pop, so, you know... No, I mean, like, why are they doing it if not for... Right. ...some kind of good reason? So... That's cool. Their group's called the Biscora, by okay. the way. So right. just be familiarized with Meaningless. that. Meaningless, all right. Right. They Gene and Scott hold them back because like they're like hordes are just coming in. Cable has to go run and he pulls the sword out. Meanwhile, Magic's been calling him, being like, You have to come down here. You're a guy. Yeah, and you're we a guy with the thing. Long the we have, so like you need to get here. Yeah. So eventually Scott offers to go. He's like, I should go, not you. This mm. is my job. And well, like, it wasn't he, you in the prophecy. I dude. know, I know. But he's like, what What future do we have if we make our children fight for us? Aww. And I'm like, that's sweet. But but you can't go. Though. But Cable still goes. He renames his sword. Imagine that. That's stupid. You're stupid. You have a space sword. He calls it the Light of Krakoa. Okay. It's called the Light of Galador, really. Yeah. And she's like, don't, don't rename your don't sword. Don't do that. Don't, no, no. And so, like, now we have five of our ten combatants. You should call it Shatterstar. <laughs> um... So we know that, like, the eventually, I think Excalibur is up and coming. Yes. So I have a feeling we're going to deal with Betsy and Brian in yes, that. Yes, that'll be where so, we find out that. Yeah. Then we're going to be coming up to, like, I think issue 11 is, like, almost like a check-in. Like, Remember we had creation early yes. on? Yes. I think we're doing a little check-in. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, We're just kind of, like, building this up as we go. What I'm really digging about this, when you think about it, is, like, this event, if people are reading it but haven't been reading all the X titles, because the fact is... You don't have to really know what's been going on in a lot of these stories. Like, for example, with Marauders, that was a storm story. Yeah. That had really nothing to do with what was going on in Marauders. No. But you're getting a chance to sample some of the writing and art teams. Yeah. So if you like the tone, it gives you an opportunity to go back and, like, maybe check out more of those stories. It's true. I don't know how many people were on Hellions, but I feel like this issue was so strong for a lot of folk that they might go back and pick up the rest of it and check it out. Yeah. Or just go forward with it. Right. Um, yeah. And, the, and I, it, well, my whole question is, like, what part of the publishing initiative it is. You know, like it's an overwhelming amount of titles. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're already illustrating how many damn X-Men books there are. Yeah. And it's the first time in a long time we've had like this many X-Men books. In fact, it's the first time ever we've had this many X-Men books at mm-hmm. once. Uh, and I don't think it's sustainable. And I don't, I don't think it's responsible. No. So I think that I would assume that after Ten of Swords, they're going to do a big ass condensing. Oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. But like what I like right now is like Regardless of that, like I agree, I don't think it's sustainable. But it's a cool time to be yeah. able to discover new titles and new creative teams, and like it's a great opportunity. If even if you know this is like, all right, eventually they're going to finish up, and that's going to be the end of it. Like, there's only so much money, and there's right. only so much time, and so you may even not picking up a book, but 
maybe because of this, if you're following Ten of Swords, you might be like, I, I, I'll grab the trade. I'm going to get the trade. That's not you know? a bad move. Yeah. So it's a good showcase of, yeah. of talent and the title. So I actually enjoyed all of these. I, I think Hellions might have been my favorite this week. Ironically. I liked Hellions. Since no one's reading Hellions. Yeah, well, like, I, yeah, but I really enjoyed this one this good, week. Good, good, yeah. I really enjoy seeing Sinister, you they know. Get his. Yeah, put in it's a so position rare. like that. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so. Cool. 10 out of 10. Oh! It's more like 5 out of 10, I guess, right now. Mm, yeah. That's for so many swords we have. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nice. Well, uh, there's your check-in for Ten of Swords. Ten of Swords. We'll see you next in. week with another one. <laughs> uh, Dan V900, my question for Tiffany is, were you able to trade with the Enclave, or did the Enclave prompt just stay there forever? It stayed there forever. It stayed there 100% forever. I could never trade with the Enclave, and it, it didn't wouldn't go away. <laughs> Whenever we were talking about it, I was playing on Twitch, we were playing State of Decay 2. I went to go trade with someone in the game, the Enclave, and it was just like, you cannot trade with the Enclave. They all ran away, and then that message never went away. <laughs> Didn't matter what I did, I could just, it was just like, hey, hey, hey don't forget. Don't forget, you can't trade with the Enclave. Okay. Okay, thanks. Just, just leave me alone. <laughs> so, good game. Had a lot of fun. Gannon Kendrick, uh, thank you for everything you do. You provide a strong voice for smaller comic creators and the comic industry as a whole. Thank you, oh, Gannon. We really appreciate sweet. it, man. Thank you. And good luck against Link. Uh, Alex Cash I'm rooting for you <laughs> Alex Cash great job on Word Balloon Sal hope yeah. y'all are doing well thank you Alex thank you Tiffany uh, but thank you Alex for your support uh, yeah I was over on uh, John Suntress's Word Balloon that's like a real show that's been around for like 15 years not like this this is this is you know I mean I, this is a pretty good show 330 episodes not bad no well he, <laughs> I, I mean you know uh, when I, anything I make I'm like this is a dopey thing but like you know that's a real show I got to be on it oh nice first and last time <laughs> um, no, we're gonna have John on to, uh, at some point in the future. Oh, that's great. Uh, Langley, of course, uh, says, "Seen Death in the Family film? Great alternate stories." No, I didn't. Uh, I saw a couple of uh, of clips from it, and I'm really glad I didn't buy it because apparently it's like 20 minutes of animation, and then the rest of it's just like stills with voiceovers over them. Because I don't know if you are familiar with what it did. Uh, they basically they made a sequel to Under the Red Hood. It's like a sequel prequel where it's called Batman Death in the Family and it's a choose your own adventure movie where you, you know, you're prompted to make a decision. I love that. Yeah. So like, but when you make that decision, it like either animates it or it like, it like, you know, as a wrap up, it like shows you just stills and I voiceovers. I'm so cheesy. I love that crap. So you might enjoy it. There's a bunch of alternate uh, endings, but it, yeah, yeah. just, it doesn't, it's not like they made a real movie. Like they made like a 40 like 40 percent of a movie and then, i like, want just... to choose my own adventure except i like i was on a cheat yeah well maybe we'll buy it okay uh, and we'll talk about it uh valentino g speaking of ones in future any initial thoughts on dc's future state story a bit off topic love you, <laughs> you too. thank you very much um but no yeah future state uh it's basically just if anyone's confused i know like people were like what is this what does this mean it's 5g uh but instead of it being like the big plan it's whatever they had done before they canceled 5G, repackaged and repurposed and re-released as a kind of like, this is the new initiative. Uh, but like, it's more like Future's End, where like Future's End was like, this thing they did for a very brief period of time that changed everything, but temporarily in an alternate future. That's right, what, right, right. That's what, that's what that's, that's going to be. Mm -hmm. um, which is fine, because like, I don't want it to be the main future. I don't want it to be what we're doing. Maybe just, that'll be the new imprint. Yeah. Hey, why not? Right. I mean, DC has a glut of imprints that don't mean anything. So why not add another one? Um, but 
I, I really like the design aesthetic of all the covers, and I yeah, right. It's like so uniform and clean, but like fun and engaging. Well, I, I think the X titles are making them want to step it up. Good. Hey, by the way, did you see the, the designer? Well, you did, because you responded I to them. Did. I did. Tiffany tweeted at the designer for the Ten of Swords. Yeah, because, like, straight up, if you haven't noticed, that logo is, like, genius um, in its design, because, obviously, the X-Men part of it, it's, like, the hilt. Yep. And you have the actual X there with, like, two little bits that's, like, the pommel. Yeah. And then the, like, of swords is the blade. Yeah. And I was like, that's just so smart. Right. I think the pommel's the bottom part. Is it the pommel? The the hilt? No, that's why. Okay, yeah, it's the hilt. The handle. The handle. The X Men is the handle. The the X with the lines is the hilt, and yeah. then the rest of it is the the blade. blade. Which I was like, that's so smart. And then they repeat it in the back. Yes. Without the words. So you so you're just looking at a sword. Yeah. It's fun. But like the designer, um, Mueller. Yeah. Was like, you know, he told me that um that he actually you know got a suggestion from someone else, like I think by an editor. Yeah. To like do something with it, like to make it more like using the words to create this the, and the, like yeah make I it more graphic it. i love it so much yeah um it's just it's just yeah right <laughs> it's clever I, I, clever logo should be celebrated yes because they don't always come along and like it makes sense if they're all like you know a thousand percent perfect like it wouldn't make it special anymore doesn't mean something can't be good it's just this was clever yeah, like, Ooh, yeah. it took me forever to realize the arrow to find the arrow in fedex yeah and i was like what that is clever uh, Raj Patel, in Strange Adventures, <laughs> I noticed in some flashbacks, the Pict's dialogue was decipherable, but in other flashbacks, it wasn't. Something to think about. Stay well, guys. You too. Yeah, no, uh, I was, I, I read it last night, and I didn't have time to, like, go through it. I really want to know what the Picts were saying to them Me when too. they attacked them in their parlay. Like, I really want to know what the Picts were saying. I assume it was things like, please don't kill us. <laughs> <laughs> or like we're responding to the terrorist attacks you've committed on our against our people. Right. Like, I don't know, but I'm really excited to find out. I'm looking forward to like that big reveal. Yes. Uh, for sure. Eddie Eckenberg uh, jumps in and says, uh, "Hellions always make me legit uncomfortable. I feel like I feel far to few people care about how awful these people are. Grey Crow has killed babies. Yeah." Yeah, he's a monster. No, no, for sure. But so did Mr. Sinister. And, right. and Nanny saw that. Don't forget that. That's right. Don't forget that, uh, like, Nanny is now in Otherworld with Mr. Sinister, and she said she was going to kill him. Yeah. And so even if she does, it won't matter, because there's a clone of him, so who yeah. cares? There's, like, a thousand clones of Mr. Sinister or yep. whatever. But, you can like, never she, kill Mr. Sinister. She can still get her, like, vengeance out on him. Yeah. Then, be um, cathartic. No, they are. They are horrific folk. Yeah. For sure. Yep. But, like, there's something about, like, a book like this that, like... You know they're monsters, but there's like a little humor to it. Agreed. I'm not saying like I like. We're not, I'm not saying we're going to condone this sort of behavior, but you know it's it's a fiction. Yes. <laughs> uh, Delapo Fiemi, I have a feeling Doug is going to be a pivotal thing to wrapping up this event. Mm. Also, I love the cable shows up and is like, "What up, Doug? Didn't you didn't know you could fight? Yeah." And he's like, "I can't." And Cable's like, "Oh, oh, oh, we're in trouble." Yeah. <laughs> Well, we got Wolverine. That's like having like five fighters. Exactly. And once he gets his Berserker Rage, well, like which I haven't got, seen in forever. He's, he's got like a sword, and then he's got like... Six little swords. <laughs> uh, just some guy with a mustache. Wonder Woman sneezes. The Batman who laughs. Ha ha! Just as I planned! Oh, did you read this super chat before you even got to Death Metal? All according to my plan, evil laugh. Yeah, yeah I did. Thank you, Joe. Yes. Thank mm. you, mustache. Yeah. Yeah, that's that book. What a fun book. Uh-huh. Um, Storm King, uh, have you ever se- have you seen that AMC is renting out theaters and private viewings for certain movies? And would you feel safe going? Be well and stay safe. 
I mean, yeah, well, well I'm, I've been I've, I've been investigating the possibility of renting it just for the comic pop team. Yeah. Since we are allowed and, and have been con- in, in proximity. Yes. Also, because uh, I know for a fact that I have um, industrial wipes that were provided for me. From like a restaurateur. Yeah. So. And so like I would, I, they can clean it all they want, but I'm bringing my own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I, the list that was available did not include Empire, so I'm trying to reach an, a manager of that theater to find out when and mm. if Empire is available because I was just there today and they were closed, so I couldn't actually get in there. Well, but I'm... I did take a picture of their poster for the Empire re-release for the 40th anniversary of Empire. Oh, and, that's really uh, dope. Yeah, the, the, apparently the, it came out in theaters in uh, September, and it's like. Yeah, well, why can't I watch it, though? I don't want to see Sonic the Hedgehog. I want to see Empire. Yeah, we'll just see Jurassic Park. I'll see Jurassic Park. I mean, I'll do it twice. We can see Jurassic Park, but, like, I really want to see Empire. Yeah. Joshua Nelson, who did you personally want Kindred to be? Uh, Harry Osborn. Uh, so we'll see where that goes in a little bit. Where could it go? <laughs> uh, let's talk about Dark Knight's Death Metal. Uh, this is a book that came out. It's by Snyder and Capullo. Uh, it continues. Oh, damn it. It did that thing where it's like, oh, you sat there too long. Thanks, Comixology. Her, her, her. Or is that a thing? Here, I'll pull it up. Go yeah. ahead. It just, you have to re-log in, but like, not really. Yeah. Uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal is a book that is that is still coming out. <laughs> um, I gotta tell you, I, I read this the day it came out. I don't even remember what the hell happened in this book. They do a recap for like if you didn't read any of the other Which like why? Stuff that came who out. Who the hell is reading this? And who's whose issue for Dark Knight's Death Metal is the freaking fourth issue? No, 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 no. They they did a recap of like if you didn't read like Speed Metal and like, oh, the right. Trinity thing. So like they they did that and I actually I didn't read the Green Lantern one so I was like no. oh, alright cool. Me either. But like it's Sergeant Rock giving the recap and he like, does there's that every a, a issue. war going on and he's just getting worse and worse. Like yep. he's basically like a like a, a zombie at yeah, this point. Yeah, decomposing head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we get like that little recap like hey, do you not know what's been happening? Why yep. is Batman in like a white void? Yeah. Well, here's kind of why so, like, Batman's obviously dealing with, with Metron. No, he's dealing with the Anti-Monitor. With the Anti-Monitor. Sorry. Well, it's only because he looks like he never did. Yeah. Yeah, because all the... Sorry, the, the Trinity went to their... Him, I remember he said he was the real Mobius. And that's why my brain went to that. Yes. Because the Mobius Well, because the Mobius chair belonged to him. And they talk about the Mobius chair in this. Yes. Um, sorry. No, I'm, no, no. I'm, I'm here. Listen, I'm the ex-person, all right? Yeah, listen. You've so got the Batman shirt the, on. <laughs> the Trinity landed each in their own Earth. Yes, and don't forget... We were, like, both kind of right about this, but, like, they are... They are their Earths. Like, they're not... They are... They're in the Dark Multiverse, but they're not Dark Multiverse Earths. No, but they were created... Yes. ...in the Dark Multiverse. Yes. ...in which the villains won, and that's why the crisis is going on forever. Yes. Except then we find out that, like... So, like, really, this is about Wonder Woman. This issue was more about her. Like, Batman's dealing with the Anti-Monitor, and that's... He, what is he gonna do? Right, nothing. N- nothing. There's He's, nothing like, being he unmade. He's being unmade. Um, Superman, Superman is dropped in to talk to... Um, Dark Side. Yeah, who's, like, you know, all, like, Dark Side high-fathered up over here. Oh, well, the other thing is, of course, like, you know, there's three Earths. There's the Crescent of an Earths, Final Crisis, and cri- an Infinite Crisis Earths. Batman goes to uh, Crisis and Infinite Earth. Superman goes to Final Crisis. Wonder Woman goes to Infinite Crisis. Yeah. Each of the of the antagonists of their respective crises are the original Prime characters. Mm-hmm. So you know when Batman's dealing with the Anti Monitor, this new version of him is 
the anti-monitor. Yeah. When Superman's fighting against Darkseid, this is Darkseid. Right, which is like, to me, I'm like, Darkseid bent a knee to anyone? Bullshit. But he did get chin horns. So, you know, there's a toss up there. Right, but like, so like that I struggle with because it's like, I mean, like maybe when facing Oblivion... Yeah, he'd rather exist than not. Like so he, they've seen him literally he, face Oblivion. And he finally like, got what he wanted. He got the anti-life equation. So he's like... But he gets those like every freaking like, story he's in. So. baller. So, you know, yeah. he wants to throw Superman into like a, a... He wants to make him into a dark side. He wants to throw like him... Like in the last thing. He wants to throw him into a pit that's shaped like... Like a Superman logo. Like the House of L logo. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, fine. All right. But like, I did struggle with that. I was like, why would he bend a knee to that? Why would he do that? But like, the, it doesn't matter. It's all hand-waving. Who cares? It's just an opportunity that like, we get to watch Batman being unmade and you do get to see like, you know, Apocalyptian Superman in this universe with his like long hair, right? They, yeah. They don't care about that. It's about Superboy Prime and Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. That's what this story is really about and the fact that it's like, She's like, okay, so like, let me get this straight. The Batman Alas came to you and he offered you whatever you wanted. And he's like, wrong. No. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. See, I know you thought that. And I'm going to Scott Snyder you up. <laughs> uh, you, you thought, thought that. that. No. I'm, I'm a writer. I know what you're thinking. And then I'm going to turn the yeah, tables on Yeah, he's like, you, so. no, I heard that all this crap was going down. I went to him because I was like, we need to have one place of like hope. Yeah. So I want to keep the heroes alive. Like, and why like, would they do that? All I have to do is sacrifice you. Yep. To the Batman who laughs, who's like, you know... I love how he, the Batman who laughs transforms into the Darkest Knight. Yeah. And, like, there's a big full-page splash in the, the beginning. Knight. No, 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 no. Because everyone keeps calling him the Batman who laughs. Because that's more marketable. I'm like, but he's the he's the Darkest Knight now. Like, that's the new name. Yeah. But no one keeps the name. And I think that's hilarious. Right. Well, I mean, like, Superboy Prime shouldn't know. He should just be Batman who laughs. Yeah, actually, he didn't even see the transformation. He doesn't know what's going on. No. Um, But we said this idealized, like, world in which, like old school looking heroes are hanging out with like kids and whatever. Does anyone else have an issue with, with Martian John? Manhunter becoming playground equipment and just having children climb on him? Yeah, please. I'm Swiss cheese. Climb through my holes. I don't like that. I yeah. didn't. I saw it. I was like, yeah. I literally had a thought today looking at it where I was like, so I guess he just like siphons all of his organs and everything like underground or something like out of the way. So the kids can't like accidentally step on his spleen or something. I just, I didn't care for that. Then basically, Superboy Prime's like, you're the problem. It's the same song, you know, different tune. Superboy Prime's bitching and moaning about how, like, nobody cares. It's all bad. What We're going to eradicate evil, and then all the superheroes get to just hang out and sign autographs all day. Yeah, won't that be fun? No. And then we check in with the, the, Flash. the Flashes. We check in with the other teams. Yes. Because, like, the Flashes are running, but they're running out of the Speed Force, so they got to get to the chair, so they got to let Wonder Woman know that she's got to be ready, so yep. they reach out to Jara, who's like... I can sense their Alfred boxes, but like I don't know where they are, and they haven't moved, so clearly something's wrong. Alfred boxes are apocalyptic technology built by the uh, Batman who became Darkseid mm -hmm. in order to, who are mother boxes to siphon crisis energy to, into into Wally in order to reboot the universe. Exactly. Um, uh, Harley's team with um, Swamp Thing and Jaro, Jonah Hex. And Jonah Hex well, Hex got taken down by the Robin King. He's actually just carrying his, like, head, head. around with him. And, uh -huh. like, Harley's like, let him go. Like, leave him alone. He's got, like, a special knife that'll, like, send him to hell. Yes, it's Neron's knife Neron's from knife. Underworld Unleashed. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny about that? Yeah. In, like, Ten of Swords, don't forget that new character also has a blade, a hell blade. Yeah, a hell can, blade. Like, can send him to hell. Yeah. Or sends anything to hell. It, it's, I was yeah. like, 
We got to get these two together. I know. By the way, Neron's knife is conspicuously similar to a steak knife that I used to have growing up. Yeah. Doesn't look very ornate or it just it's funny in a world where like Swamp Thing has like horns and crap and Batman's inexplicably wearing a leather jacket with spikes on it. Yeah. That Robin King's Neron knife, Mm -hmm. who is the devil wearing a superhero costume. Yeah. uh, His knife is just a friggin' blade like it's not like it doesn't have, it doesn't look like i bought it on qvc maybe, maybe neuron just isn't very creative when it comes to knives he's like this is what a knife looks like right it's like yeah man but like you're not what the devil looks like what? you look like he-man in an alternate costume and okay anyway uh, so he stabs jonah hex oh and harley i guess like loves jonah hex so i she, think she's just tired of people like losing people yeah and like i think there is an understanding because like they had a nice moment in the they last did, issue they did. sure so like he sends Jonah Hex to, like, the worst pit of hell ever! Yeah, oh, if you sand or you think you deserve it or whatever. And he does, because he was a confederate. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, that's his big plan. I'm like, cool. All right, Robin King. And then Harley charges at him, and he's like, here you go. And he gives her a hammer. Yep. And it's, like, this really stupid conversation. I'm sorry. I'm it, sorry. Robin this King is such is... a stupid conversation. I, and, like, there's no depth to it, because it's supposed to be about, like, his understanding of who Harley is. Like, I always wondered why he used a hammer, because it turns out that, like, maybe inside of you, you're actually worse than the Joker, and you use that hammer to bash down. And I'm like... That's so stupid. I'm like, well, like that's not even, like, a saying. That's not even, like... <laughs> no. Like, I, I, I don't understand that. It was that. very superficial. The Robin King is... I think it's safe to say Robin King was not a great idea. I think that's accurate. I think that's for sure accurate. But like, so like, I just didn't give a crap about this conversation. And then like, they get away. Right. It was just, you could have saved three pages if you just didn't have this, this banal conversation where Robin King is very impressed with himself. Yeah. So they get away and Jar's like, you got, oh, I really don't want to do this book anymore. Can we just, can we just cut to the chase with this fucking comic, please? What happens in this book? Just like, what do you think happens, ladies and gentlemen? There's six issues. There's only six it, issues of this book? Yeah, I think it's six. I hope so. It's a, it's a Scott Snyder event. What do you think happens halfway through the book? Gonna, the they're heroes gonna, think they're going to win, and then what happens? They don't. They don't in a big way. Just like the last 16 times this happened. Yeah, no, and that, and that is what happens here. Like, literally, like, Wonder Woman tries to Wonder Woman convince convinces Superboy Prime to join up, and for no reason he does. Yeah, he's like, sure, why not? That's like, literally, he's like, no, 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 what, Diana, you don't understand. And then he proceeds to, like, go into this three-page monologue about why he would never join her. And she's like, come on! And he does! Yeah. No, he does. He does off-panel, by the way! Yeah. Well, we're not supposed to know. That way, like... Because they fight. They fight a little. She gets away, which we don't see happen. Nope. And then, like, basically, Batman's cubes. Batman becomes cubes. He becomes cubes! Superman becomes dark side. Bat cubes. That way he fits in the belt. I know. Did you like the Superman is... I didn't even line. catch the Superman is line. Yeah, Darkseid says it to him. Oh, oh, I like that. I like that too. That's fun. Um, so Superboy Prime and she fight and Oh, and yeah. he gets he he's gonna punch her, he's gonna reality punch her. Yeah, he's gonna reality punch her. And she's like, why don't you aim that reality punch at something else? And he does, and he like shatters the other realities, including his own, I guess. And then they are able to take the energy the the crisis energy and aim it where they needed to aim it yep but like that was all the batman who laughs plan did you not see that coming 
So, uh, yeah, uh, Darkest Night shows up and he's like, um, that was all part of my plan. And now behold, the last 52. Yeah, here it is. Which is like the uh, the new multiverse. I guess. Sure. Or whatever. Yeah. But Batman's going to fight Grifter. In the I, next I Batman. saw that. I was like, Grifter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw Tynan hyping it up. He's like, hey, Grifter's coming back. I'm like, but who cares, though? Will Maul be in it? I, I hope. Make us some voodoo? I would prefer that. Void can show up? I would rather Void. I'd rather Zealot show up. I mean, up. Zealot versus Batman is way more exciting than, than Grifter. Yeah, but Grifter's got guns. Who's going to have a problem with them? Yeah. Zealot's got a sword. Right? And Batman's like, I got a sword of telescopes out of my belt. Didn't you read Joker War? Yeah. Uh, th- <laughs> this, this book is frustrating. Because, not Batman. I'm talking about Dark Knight's Metal. I I I don't think anyone even wants this. I think no. I think there are people who are truly still enjoying this, and like they're just on board. And because well, like, like, yeah, that's the thing. I'm sorry, you're right. No, like I I and like there's that's fine. I, I just it's for me. It's just it's it feels like it's unraveling a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like almost like we wasted a little too much in the beginning. Yeah, and so it's like we just need to get to the end, mm-hmm. unless it doesn't end at the end. Right. You know what I mean. Right. Um. Yeah. Like, it, it turns out those tie-ins, like, maybe they needed them, and, like, maybe they needed to use them a little more responsibly. I, I don't know. The tie-ins were fine. Like, the Speed Metal one was just a flashbook. It was no, virtually... No, I'm just saying, un- like, but they, I feel like they need a little more room to, like, pace this better. It yeah. doesn't feel well-paced right this now. Is the wor- this is the one that felt the worst paced. The last three, I was, like, kind of enjoying them. The first them. one I felt was slow. And I, so, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, slow. I feel like so, the, something happened. Yeah. And, like, the pacing's just off. I, yeah. I don't know. But that's yeah. just me, and like that's the kind of thing that really, really will kind of ruin a, a reading experience yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you interrupt the flow. Also, just literally because right now it is just the same style of story. But some people like that, and so, and I can't listen. I can't blame you for that. Yeah. No. I'm if you person, dig it, I. Well, no, I'm just saying. I buy the Dynasty Warriors series. It's the same goddamn it's literally game the same every game. single time, and I'm still like, I'll take one. Yeah. That's fine. I own nine. It's the worst one ever. Yeah. I don't care, though. You know what I mean? Like, so I can't really fault you for that, but, like, no. this just isn't jiving for me right now. No. Um, I, I read uh, our colleague Cape Joel said, um, it's funny people being mad at this book because it's clearly a joke. Like, that Snyder and Capullo are, like, are making a joke at our expense. And that, like, the whole book is a comedy. And it's not supposed to be taken seriously in any way. Listen, Scott Snyder, you are no Andy Kaufman. <laughs> Yeah, this is not performance I'm art. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, like, I understand that idea, but, like, dude, do that in your own independent work. <laughs> yeah, make a book about a vampire that's really old. And make it a fucking joke at the end. How about that? <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. I, I just, I can't. I, I can't. I'm, I'm, I've got to keep reading it. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so sick of the defense of being like, you know, it's just popcorn fun action adventure, man. You got to shut your brain off to enjoy this. You just got to have fun. What's wrong with you? Why can't, are you allergic to fun? No, I guess my, my, my issue with it is like also is that like, I know Snyder is a competent writer. He's a great and writer. And this does not come off like he knows how to put together a story, but no. I, 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 I know he can. I know that he can. And I know he, he's like written some really strong stuff yeah. and like some really incredible tales. And regardless of joke, action, right. popcorn, this doesn't play well for you. If it's a joke, <laughs> it's like Paul Blart, Maul Blart 2. Like, it's not like funny it's just a thing that's trying to get your money and is couched as something else yeah like 
I don't know. Yeah. This was, this was, it, you know, it's funny. Cause like the first three, I was like, oh, good, all right. And like, I was literally just, I was just forcing myself to be like, oh, I'm having fun. But like right. this one, I'm like, this is just lazy. Like, I just, that's it. That is what it feels a little bit. So. Yeah. It's just like, who cares? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I, there's no, there's the, I will tell you this. There's absolutely zero tension. There is. So like any moment where it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. is like completely undercut by the fact that like, no one is surprised or expecting something different. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, it's just woof. Yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, Rorschach came out. It's written by Tom King with art by Jorge Fornes. Mm-hmm. Or Fornes. Um, let me see if we actually had any super chats while I was complaining about this book. By the way, we don't, like while you're doing that, can, yeah, we, yeah. can we talk about like cover design? Yes, I please. love this. I know, I know. It's great. Oh, it's just so like, regardless of like, we'll get into the story, but like yeah. regardless of that, like I love how like retro this looks. Yeah. It's ironic because it's, it's set in today. <laughs> I know, but like, it's just so clean. Yeah. And it, like, but it's definitely trying to like make you think of another time. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's definitely trying to make you think of another time. And like, this cover, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. That's, wow. Mm-hmm. I'm just so impressed by this cover. Yeah, it's also a black label book. It is. Uh, it is. Scott UV is perfect. Yep. Anyway. Perfect. Uh, Alex Cash, thank you very much, man. Uh, three months for new comics on Marvel Unlimited seems like uh, BFD. If I want a trade of Empire, I can't even order it until next week. If mm-hmm. I sign up for MU, I can I can read issue one right now. Thoughts? Yeah, Marvel Unlimited cut it from six months to three months. I think that Marvel is taking cues from slash looking over the wall at what DC is doing and their digital push. Yeah. And they're like, I guess we need to, we need to try and get there. Not first, but around the same time. Right. 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 So like, I think DC is going to be, see, you're going to see a big kind of like tumultuous push. For example, DC, you know, how DC has uh, two distributors. Mm-hmm. They dropped one of them. Oh, UCB is no longer a DC distributor. Which one was that? The West or the East? East. Oh, so Midtown Comics is going to have to work with a different company, Lunar, in order to distribute their books. Huh. Uh, Midtown Comics is no longer distributing DC you books. Remember we had a conversation about this, and yes. I was like, I think they're leaning towards an old digital yes. landscape. Yes, that's where they're going. I, I'm, 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 I'm sticking to that. Yeah, I, I think you're. I think it's going to be drastic and uncomfortable for yep. everybody. Uh, retailers, you ain't seen nothing yet. You have not begun to froth. That said, I like having this like in my. But it's hand. great. It's, I know. I like this. Well, and maybe what'll happen is it'll be digital, and you can pre, you can order your own, and no, it'll I customize one for I don't you. Do I like to like, like I can feel the ridges on the fingerprint because they UV'd it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's. Uh, I, I I like the idea of the book being available. You know, three months later. Um, the fact is, like, if if you could go outside and go to comic cons and stuff, like you could wait a month or two and just get the book that came out that was six dollars for like a dollar yeah because of how much is being printed so marvel limited doing that like and we've learned that the digital market is so drastically different from the physical market and it's not even close to the amount of revenue it's mm-hmm. it's pulled in so it doesn't eat into profits like marvel limited doing that doesn't hurt anybody it doesn't change anything no. uh it just makes things more convenient for those who have already opted for digital mm-hmm. uh no way says what if aunt may got the venom symbiote uh, you'd get a hilarious uh, character in a, in the next Spider-Verse-esque movie or a comic book. Right. Because Spider-Verse, Spider-Geddon, Spider-Pocalypse. That's my pick for the next one. Oh. Alex Cashback says, uh, Sal being upset about Superboy Prime in Death Metal is my spirit animal. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I knew that Prime was going to be in it. I think he makes a great, like, character and I think he needs to be in it. It's just kind of like, I don't understand, like, why 
Like, yeah. it's more like my issues with everything around Superboy Prime. Sure. Like, it's just like, why did he join the... Like, uh, um, maybe she inspired him. I don't know. I think, I think that one of the issues, I think, is, one of the big issues with Death Metal is that, like, you know, it's a Batman event, but, like, way in the beginning, like, before they even wrote it, Snyder had been saying, like, this is a Wonder Woman story. And I think, like, when they made it a Wonder... When they said out loud, like, we're making a Wonder Woman story, they, like, really shot themselves in the foot as opposed to saying it's a DC story Mm -hmm. because they keep trying to force it to be about her even when she, like, has no... Like, she hasn't... She's so, like... I don't... I don't don't hear a voice for Wonder Woman when she's in this book. No. You understand what I mean? Like... There is one, though, one. They, They voiced them. Oh yes, yes, I know, I, I know. And there's music and I, stuff. Well, there's, there's I haven't actual, heard a single one of them. There's actually, I listened to one of them today. How is it? It's fine. Hmm. Worth the money? I didn't pay for it. That they paid to make it? Oh, I mean, like, I, it shows that they're excited about it. I'm glad they are. I'm glad somebody is. And and I found out about it, like, a, like an artist. I was like, oh, I could, I could get behind this. Yeah. So like, that was good for me. Right. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jake Chugi, for your help, and uh, thank you, Chocobo Kid. Uh, sweet shirt, <gasps> Tiffany. Chocobo. Thank you so much. I appreciate yeah, that. I so I got this for me. Yeah, it's also available in our store. Uh, which you, <gasps> you can get one too. You can get one too. You just can't have this one. This one's on me. So Rorschach, uh, I don't want to like spoil it necessarily, but like, what'd you think? I'm a purist, and I just want Watchmen to live in like the book that's called Watchmen, and that's yes. the end of that. Just because I like the design of this cover doesn't, doesn't mean, mean like, that I'm this on... is a ringing endorsement. Yeah, for no, no. Like, like I, I very much can. I'm not judging the book by its cover because this cover is Because like, it's like, uh, 10 out of 10! This cover is out of bounds. Like, mm-hmm. I love this and I would legit love to see whoever designed this do a bunch of, like, characters from DC as, like, maybe just a bunch of prints. Like, yeah. it's not just like Rorschach. You could do, like, Batman. And, like, it'd just be so dope Agreed. to see that. I would yeah. love to see that. Um, it was fine. Yeah, I don't really care. I didn't, I don't really care. And like, it's funny because like, this should be everything about like Tom King that I like as a writer. It's yep. just like, I, I don't know. The art's there, great. There are elements to it that I really dig. Like, obviously like, you know, King's bringing his like, like knowledge of like politics and like political intrigue to the table. And like, mm-hmm. that's cool. Like admittedly, that's cool. You know, I'd rather have to talk about this. <laughs> Ethan. Yeah. I would much rather. Because see Ethan, Ethan I think would like, would hate it and love it at the same time. Yeah, because it's politically relevant. It's, politically it's contemporary. Relevant, yeah. it, it doesn't try to do. It doesn't try to like. It, like I mean, the the very fact that it's a Rorschach book means it's aping off of Watchmen, but it yep. doesn't like try to as much. Yeah, it's like it's like weirdly like in the present, but like simultaneously like hinting at like like almost like a Watergate style scandal yeah. kind of going. There's something about it. No, that it feels like feels... Uh, all the presidents men. Like it feels like yeah. that movie in a comic book, but set today. Right. But like I just like I don't I, I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a pass. I'm not really I'm, like, I'm not a huge fan. I was not hooked. But like I'm so glad you picked up this cover because like, like I just I love looking at this. It's a like, gorgeous cover. Would, this is one of those things I would like put in a frame and hang on the wall. Yeah. Because I just want to see this. It's just great. I just want to see Fornes this. Fornes does an amazing job with the art. It's it's a gorgeous looking No, book. the art is great. It's good. Yep. It's up there with Strange Adventures. Like it's just it's a good look it's a great looking comic. Yeah, and I, I and I love and, I, and like you said, like the design is just unbelievable. No, really, like, Darren oh my gosh. Robertson, that production design. that freaking like credits page, like even that, I'm like all about. Yeah, I'm all about this. This is so great looking. Yeah. Um, Jorge Foreign is did the cover. Oh really? Wow. Well, he was the artist. Well, no, I don't know if he did the design. No, no, he didn't do the design. Yeah. The other guy did the design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, might have been Darren Robinson. That's uh. Yeah, I production bet it is. design. Yeah, I bet that's who did this. But yeah, uh, you know, it's fine. It's 
did it need to be told? No. Do, no. But like, and maybe it will, like when it's done. I'm not going to be following this month to month. No, I don't think so. I'll read it, but like, I'm not going to be, uh, I'm, if I miss a month, I'm not going to be like, oh no. Right, right. I did think it was funny, like that Forna is like, I don't know how successful you thought it was. He does a 12 panel page yes. layout. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Wasn't really upset with it. He just no. chose the correct moments. Right. That like you had the room to do it and it was okay. Absolutely. I was like, wow, good for you. But mm -hmm. like, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm -hmm. You think you're getting nine panels? No, no, no. Yeah. I'm getting three more panels, three for, more panels. <laughs> for some of these pages. Right? I, I think that, um, I think that for it being a Watchmen derivative that no one asked for mm -hmm. it is the best it could possibly be sure for something that literally shouldn't exist sure i mean like i think that the the story will unravel and become something yeah like i'm sure i i have a feeling the story will probably be pretty strong beginning yeah. middle and end it's a, limited, just... it's a limited series written by tom king so right. like so it's it'll kind be of where he shines. very competent um i just i just don't care no that's the thing is like yeah there's nothing about it where i was like Wow, or yeah. oh, right, no right, moments right. of that. So, so that's too bad. But you know, I mean, not really, because who cares? Like, good. Maybe they'll stop making them. Um, so yeah, uh, let's talk about Spider-Man number fifty. Yeah, uh, Amazing Spider-Man number fifty, of course, written by Nick Spencer with art by uh, Patrick Gleason. Um, Patrick Gleason, of course. Uh, should have been drawing Spider-Man from the beginning. Uh, wow, it I'm, looks great. I'm so glad they got him uh, from a while. We've seen him do it, but like, yeah, his his depiction of Kindred is excellent. His picture of Spider-Man is a lot of fun. Colorist is, is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's give them their due as well. Uh, but yeah, so um, Edgar Dela Delgado is the colorist. Nice. Uh, but yeah, so we're all here because of the big reveal at the end, but let's talk a little bit about Which, how, like... Yeah. Let me tell you how much, like, I did not know that this even came out. Right. Like, you didn't say anything? I did not. Like, you didn't even bring it up? Like, right before we went on, he was just like, so, we'll talk about this. It was a reveal. It's this. I was like, well, you, just, you didn't tell me on show. <laughs> I thought you might have seen all the tweets or comments or chat that was going on about it, because, like, I'm glad I read it, because I, it would have been spoiled for me. I live in a bubble, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, look at, like... Okay, so I, it's funny because this book comes completely out of left field. Like we just wrapped up that like that sin book, that's that sin eater book, yeah. which was like whatever. Right, we, we um, had like just had eight fifty. Is that what it was? Eight fifty, which yeah. was issue forty nine in the new in the yeah. New but then we could be like, and here's and fifty, and it was just like, well, I guess uh, since like Spencer teased Kindred in the first issue of his run, it's been a year. Uh, I, I assumed he was going to kick the can down the road like a while longer, but no. Um, but yeah, we do wrap up a bunch of stuff. I guess they wanted to have a big thing for fifty too. Yeah, which is really 50 greedy as well. This is sixty bucks because this was six dollars. Um, what? Yeah. So uh, Norman Osborn. Uh, I love how I, I I made fun of like the fact that in the last issue, like Spider Man throws Norman out of the out of the boat that yeah. wasn't moving. Oh no! And people were like, "Oh, it means a lot," and it doesn't. Uh, he just lands in the water. And then uh, Sin Eater shows back up and he's like, ha ha, I'm dejuggernauted and I'm here. And that whole story about Spider-Man keeping me from shooting you with my magic shotgun has been unmade, kablam! Just does it. But we get some really awesome Patrick Gleason art. Like, we get the gorgeous moment of Norman oh, that's holding the goblin mask over his own face and you see his like eye through the aisle. Good stuff. Um, great stuff, in fact. And then, like, Sin Eater just goes away. 
like Kindred is like, I brought you back and you you did some work, but it was all horseshit and don't worry about it. Go away. Blech. So he's gone. So don't worry about Sin Eater anymore. This time on this earth is over. Yeah. Goodbye. Uh, Sin Eater, uh, or rather Kindred, uh, digs up George Stacy, Quinn Stacy's father's grave, pulls his corpse out, sets it up at a dinner table, which looks reminiscent to the uh, Child Within. Uh, I think that's the name of the arc. Uh, J.M.D. Mateus. Sal Buscema, Spectacular Spider-Man, Harry Osborn story arc, where okay. Harry kidnaps a bunch of key players in his life, including Molten Man and uh, Liz Allen and uh, Spider-Man and stuff, and sets them all up at a dinner table. He's like, we're a family, so let's eat like a family, and like strong arms all of them into doing it. We're seeing a very similar shade of that. Why am I bringing up Harry Osborn? You'll see in a little bit. But uh, Spider-Man is getting like visions, and he's having a hard time, and he's like, we did a really nice job in this issue of him like kind of stumbling through New York, uh, and he ends up in Bleecker Street, and he goes to Doc Strange, and he's like, "You got to help me out, man." And it's this, and it's a lot of homages, a lot of references. Sin Eater, you can't do Sin Eater today. He's not a character that works today. It's not relevant. It's kind of lame. So, like every time you see Sin Eater, it's a reminder of the Gene DeWolf story that he's actually relevant in from thirty years ago, forty years ago, right? Sixty years ago, who cares? But uh, that's a reference. The Last Remains, or you know, the the um, the Child Within. Dinner table scene, that's a reference. Spider-Man at Doctor Strange's table is very reminiscent of Straczynski's run when he went on to Doctor Strange's house. It reminds you very much of One More Day. Mm. I think it's deliberately so, reminding you of One More Day. But, uh, you know, basically, uh, Sin Eater takes on Goblin Sins and then goes to hell. So Norman doesn't have the sin of the Goblin anymore, but he okay. has the Goblin formula. Who the hell knows what that means? Uh, Spider-Man talks to the spider family and they are attacked by ghosts conjured by Kindred. Okay. Uh, what's her name? Uh, you know, Madam Webb is like, told ya. Julia. Julia. Yeah. Um, and that was like the dream. He doesn't really remember like how he ended up from there to here. Okay. Doc Strange is like, there's your story. Oh, it was demons and stuff, I guess. I don't know. Ghosts. <laughs> very classic looking strange. Yes. Too. Yeah. Like, very classic. Mm -hmm. Which is, who didn't want that? I, not, not, you get no argument from me. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there, so, yeah. Um, so then uh, Spider-Man is then attacked in the Sanctum by demonized versions of the Spider-Fam. That's kind of dope, having the wings made out of, like, the rest of her outfit. Yeah. Well, I, it's silk. I, I assume the rest of them are also demo demified, I but we only get really the one. I just really love that concept. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Maybe also, she'll keep those powers. Also, maybe, know. you know, spiders shouldn't have wings. Uh, no, because like they do, and it's gross. What? Um, also, uh, so yeah, Kindred also dug up Gwen Stacy's dead body. Uh, this is where I was like, this is getting really macabre. Like, well, I, I'm I'm in. I know. We're also, don't forget, it's October. Oh, -ho. this is the time for the macabre. That's true. So, uh, yeah, Osborne gets like picked up by Doctor Ashley Kafka, which is like, hey, remember Spider Man in the '90s, folks, in the Ravencroft Institute? Or you just did you read the Ravencroft book? So they bring back, uh, so you know, Kafka's talking to Osborne. Osborne's like, you know, oh no, Kindred. <laughs> I know who Kindred is for some reason. I guess because I got shot by a magic shotgun. Who the hell knows? But uh, he's like, we got to stop him because he's, you know, he's my boy. And the last page reveal is that uh, Kindred, is Kindred standing in front of a mirror and Harry Osborne's reflection? Oh. In, in the mirror. Okay. He says he's, and he actually says he's my son. I don't want to, I, I was editorializing, but, you know, it is 
but the, the reveal, mm-hmm. so to speak, in this last page is that Kindred is actually Harry. And like, if there hadn't been meta conversation about it, I'm sure people were like, what? But Harry's alive. Harry doesn't have these powers. And it's like, I've been pitching this forever. I was like, oh, I love the idea that like, they never did anything worth a damn with Harry since One More Day. Yeah. So why not make it that like, Warren made a clone of Harry and that's been dicking around the Spider-Man for the past, like, however many, 10 years. Mm-hmm. And that Harry Osborn's soul was, it like, festering in hell. And he's like, I don't belong here. And, he, you know, he finds a way out. Maybe one more day. Who the hell knows? We get a lot of references. It's in past. Child Within, one more day. Sin yeah. Eater. You know, we got a lot of references. Why not another one? Where, uh, But Harry basically claws his way out of hell and becomes kindred. That's the, that's the implication of the last page. Right. We don't know. Uh, but we do know that, like, this story arc will be going all the way into December. Oh, uh, wow. As as the checklist will suggest. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, like, you know, that's just a reflection. And obviously, like, that's someone's, like, kindred's perception of who they are. So it could be incorrect. Right. Exactly. Like, it could be a trick. Yes. Or, or it could... It's a trick of the devil. Yeah. It could be Mephisto. It could be anything. We don't know. But, like, uh, the, the initial... What, what else could Mephisto take from... From Peter. Um, but, like... <laughs> If it if it seems cool, like, and I and I like it. It's about time, right? Like, it's about time we know who Kindred is. It's about time we get rid of Sin Eater because he was never really doing anything for us in the first place. Yeah, it's about time we cut to the chase when it comes to like the status quo of Spider-Man. Like, it's about time for a lot of these things. It's about time for mm-hmm. Nick Spencer to show his hand mm-hmm. at like some of the things he's been setting up and deliberately kicking down the road without any like good payoff or replacement for it. Mm-hmm. So like, it seems fun. Like I- I'm, uh, the arts, of course, the stellar standout for this. Sure. Uh, the story is fine. Well, um, this story, like, correct me if I'm wrong, because I have clearly not been reading this, but you have been, and I've been on the, yeah, yeah. I've been on the train the, with you. Yes. Um, this seems like this could go in a very personal direction and it right. seems like what he's been working towards and so maybe there will actually be some real depth to this because it's like this is the story i wanted to tell right you know i, sin- I sincerely hope so As because like, to, like being told i have to do this and i have to tie into this and right I have to whatever because there like, were tie-ins and crap so like mm-hmm. but i uh i couldn't care less about what anyone has to say about like harry i i don't like harry from spectacular uh, after spectacular 200 mm-hmm. like i couldn't care less about your harry story about your american sons about your da- babysitters about your you know whatever the hells i've seen it i've read every story he has appeared in since his resurrection and uh none of them were worth bringing him back right okay so and that's the case for most characters like was it worth bringing winter soldier back at the end of the day like you got the movie out of it, so I yeah, guess that's that, good. Yeah, that was that was what made it worth it. Um, um, but like you know, you got that story, yeah, and you got him as Captain America, and then after that, what the hell? Yeah, like was it worth I, it? That's fair. At least they didn't unmake a great story. Like Bucky being dead, who gives a shit? Right. Bring him back, kill him off. I don't care. Yeah. Like there was no seminal moment. I saw someone in the chat said like, "Why well, can't Wanda just whisper no more clones, please?" <laughs> It'd actually be hilarious if there was like something where they were like. Let's just get rid of cloning in the universe. Since it's not real anyway. Like, I mean, it's real, but like, since it's not possible to do the clones we've gotten from Sinister, Miles Warren, and everybody else, why not just make it not happen? And it's like, well, because then we remove our safety valve. Like, Mm -hmm. we can't be like, oh, it was a clone. Imaginary story. Who cares? Right, right, right. Well, then you get rid of X-23. Yeah. That's not. That would be very sad. Nobody's going to be happy with that. No. By the way, at their dinner, at their macabre dinner, did they have corn on the macabre? Mm -hmm. 
I'm gonna go. No, you have to stay now. No. Uh, thank you. We haven't seen the we haven't seen the food yet. Right. Tevia says, uh, with Harry being kindred, do you believe? Oh, one more day will finally be retconned out of existence, and will the marriage between Peter and Mary Jane be finally restored? No, not at all. But thank you for your support. Uh, it is definitely not going to get undone. Um, people have been complaining about the marriage since they implemented it, and uh, I remember vividly people complaining about, like the the bullpen staffers, like pissing and moaning about it, like back in the day, and. Uh, now that it's been done, the damage is done, the complaints have been had, like, the people like you uh, who complain about it every day, like, are fewer and fewer as the stories progress. Like, it's been 10 years since they did it. So, like, mm -hmm. the more people who are going to complain, like, no, it's going to be fewer and fewer people until eventually you're going to be the outlier. Nobody is going to be able to hear, like, what you're talking about because they're like, what are you talking about? The story that happened 20 years ago? Like, yeah. it's over. Um, no, because... The other thing is, like, you know... But eventually someone will be like, I've got this revolutionary idea. What if Peter married Mary Jane? And, like, I think that that's why Spencer has them possibly getting engaged. Yeah. Because, like, why not? Uh, because, like, as long as they don't get married, we can still do that story. Sure. Uh, we can... Hell, we learned you can hype up a wedding and sell a billion variant covers and do midnight releases and still not have a wedding happen in the book. Yeah. We did learn that. We learned that. We did. That's that, a thing the industry has learned. That was that was taught. Dan V900 says, I thought Rorschach was bland and boring with a weak cliffhanger, but great art just wasn't that compelling as a first issue. The, the random reference to the show by mentioning Oklahoma was weird to me. Thank you for your support and uh, for that review. Um, where were we? I don't know because I don't really. I like you just scroll. I'm like, how does he know what he's? Yeah, Neil and Bradley says I can't wait for the next writer on Spider Man because they got to be better than Spencer. We can only go up, right? Keep being awesome, both of you. Can't wait for more October content. Thank you. Uh, no, yeah, it could go. It could definitely get worse. It could easily get worse. It's been worse. Yeah. And it could always get worse. Yeah. No, it could. They could not care and just put. The fact is, like, if they put like a crazy great like artist on the book, it'll sell. A little bit better. It's Spider-Man. You know, it's not like if they put a crazy great artist on a Moon Knight book. Mm. And it's like, well, it's a must-have book. Yeah, yeah. Despite it being a, not being a must-have character. Right. No offense to Moon Knight fans. I'm just saying, like, traditionally that book gets canceled a lot. Mm. But, uh, you know, Spencer, yeah, he's, he's a writer who knows story structure and character. And at least Peter acts like Peter. So, like, it could be worse. I've read stories that where writers didn't know that. Yeah. No, for sure. And and they were on for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, I hear you. But, uh, but yeah, I think there have been a few standouts. Uh, Louis Lombardi says, Sal, are you going to read the White Knight Harley book this week? Also loved you and Ethan Talking Turtles. You two should do more retrospectives. Thank you. Yeah, as long as we can put them on Mr. Sunday's channel, we will do that. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's in my recommendations, and I'll get back to that soon. Oh, that's uh, funny. That's in my recommendations, too. Nice. <laughs> you uh, can take that out of mine. No, no, no. You can do it. No, no, it's uh, fine. No, I got, I've got so many. No way says, what if Harry got wear spider powers and actually became Harry? Yay! See, someone else is on my level of, like, of humor what's and, wrong with me. Yeah. No. you're. Uh, uh, A couple of people laughed. I checked. Good. I checked. Good, good, good. So. Yeah. So yeah, uh, let's talk about some recommendations for books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. Let's do that. My list has only two, uh, no, it has a few books. It has, actually yeah, does yeah, have a so few books. You should do the other one. So I'll do those. Uh, first, I wanted to mention that Rye Number 8 comes out. It's written by Dan Abnett. Uh, the art's by Juan Jose Rip. Um, if you read any of the Valiant books, Rye's the one to pick up. 
there's only eight issues. It's a good book. Like, it's just a good book. Uh, I know I they recommend it because, like, I don't think Rye's going to last. Mm. And uh, it's too bad because it's the best book they're, they're putting out. So, like, you should definitely read it. Like, All it's right. just pretty good. And and you don't need to know anything else, like, about anything. No, you can just pick so it up. it's in the far flung it's future. The, it's in the far future. It's kind of fun. And it's Dan yeah. Abnett. Dan Abnett. Give him work. Mm. Yeah, for sure. But uh, Rye number eight. It's a good book. That's that's on the poster. Uh, Marvel's X. I'm still reading this. You are. Marvel's X number six comes out. It's the last issue of this run. Um, I'm excited to see how it ends, despite knowing exactly how it could possibly end. Okay. Well, you'll have to see. Uh, Batman White Knight presents Harley Quinn number one is coming out. This mm-hmm. is like what they promised with the Murphyverse books. Uh, yes. I yeah, like... This, is, this oh. is not to be confused with the black and white ones they were doing. No, which... No. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I love the Harley Quinn character from the White Knight universe. Mm-hmm. So, and while it's not written by Sean Murphy, it's written by Katana Collins, uh, I am excited to see uh, where this goes because Murphy, of course, came up with the story. So he mm-hmm. knows where the direction to put yeah, her. he's like, this is where it's going to go. You just write the words. And Matera Scalera is a great artist, so I'm looking forward to seeing mm-hmm. their work on that. So check that out. And of course... Uh, Marco Cicchetto is returning to Daredevil with Daredevil number 23. Oh, I thought he was off. I thought so too. Maybe he just took a break. But Daredevil 23, Chip Zdarsky, Marco Cicchetto. I feel like I haven't said Chip's name in a long time. I'm very sad to say that because like he's great. Cicchetto's great. Daredevil's great. Um, hey, great place to start, by the way, Daredevil 23. That way you can pick up uh, issues 1 through 22. Uh, Daredevil's a great series. And... Uh, <laughs> You should definitely pick it up. It's like, what? It's actually part three of a story arc, so, like, it's not the best place to start, no, but... not even a little bit. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, I know. but Chichetto, man, oh, thank you. Me? That's it, yeah. All aboard the X-Men train, everybody. We only have we two go. this week. Oh, only two? It's only two. Hey, look at the cover. It's exactly what you said. I know. <laughs> Which I actually hadn't seen the cover, so, like, yay. Yeah. It makes sense that this is where this would happen. Um, if you're looking to follow the Ten of Swords trail, you're going to be picking up Excalibur number 13 to get part nine. And then you're going to be picking up X-Men number 13 to get number 10. I feel like a lot of people will be picking up this book just because it is X-Men number 10. It's probably the main title that they're reading. So a lot of people might be very confused. I'm interested to see. Number 13. Sorry, number 13. What did I say? You said 10. Was it 10 of? Because 10 of swords. No, because it's 10 of the 10 of swords. Oh, it's part it's, 10? It's, no, it's X-Men number 13. Oh, it's chapter 10. And it's chapter 10. Of 10 of swords. Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. It's okay. Um, so this is going to lead us to the halfway point, like not this week, but the following week of Ten of Swords Stasis. Yes. So that might be the only two books you're checking in on. You might have, like be doing like a beginning, middle, and end kind of run for yourselves. But like if you're picking up X-Men, you're going to be drawn into the Ten of Swords ongoing... <clears throat> Excuse me, I had a potato chip in between. I oh, no. Um, this is written, uh, X-Men number 13 was written by Jonathan Hickman with art by Mahmoud Asrar. Yes, because Laniel Yu left the book. Well, and that's okay because... Still so, doing covers. Well, though. I was thinking, like, we're doing a combat book, and I knew I know that Asrar can do it. He's, he was drawing Conan. It's gorgeous work. It's going to be very different yes. than what you've seen, but I think it's going to be great. Yeah. I'm really excited. I hope he gets to see... Like, it looks like the horsemen are on the cover. I really want to see them in the interiors as well. Did you see the thing on Reddit that was, like, when Moira became Apocalypse in Pox? You know that page of her as Apocalypse with Apocalypse? Those horsemen are in that panel. Oh, are they? Yes. Oh. Yep. When Moira, in one of her past lives, becomes, like, an uh, apprentice of Apocalypse, they get them. 
Like they do this and get them and and join up with her. Oh. Oh, they went to Araco. Yes. Oh, interesting. Or they unified it. Okay. All the way back in Pox. Damn. No, I did not see They that. had the designs down. They were there. Well, we saw them, like, hinted at. Yeah, like, they referenced their, it. We knew their silhouettes. Yeah, definitely. yeah, but they were drawn. Ah, there you go. Um, I want to give a shout out to Something is Killing the Children, number 11. That's coming out. Yay. Another Chip Zdarsky book is coming out. If you read Stillwater, number one, you can pick up Stillwater, number two, this Wednesday. Yep. Um, I, I'm not recommending this because I don't know the creative team at all. I just needed to say this out loud because it was just like, when am I going to be able to say this? I'm guessing it's because we're on the road to Halloween. Um, Marvel's putting out Werewolf by Night. So Werewolf by Night, number one, will be coming out. Again, I'm not recommending. I'm just letting you know it's happening. Uh, but I will recommend Conan the Barbarian. Conan's back. He's been away for a while. It's actually kind of amazing because that he was back with a vengeance, disappeared. Yep. Now back. Yeah, yeah. This is still written by Jim Zub, uh, with art by Roger Antonio. Ooh. I don't. I'm not. I don't fam- know their I'm art. Not familiar unless they did the last issue, but like literally, it, it feels like it's been so long. It since does. I've, I've read Conan. It does. Um, some jazz. Yeah, super jazz. And if you want to support Jim Zub, come to BaltimoreComicConLive.com or just subscribe here, and you'll see the Jim Zub D and D show with Joel. I'm so upset that I'm not able to play in that or. Yeah. Oh Post no! It. If you if we didn't if you didn't have a camping weekend, you would have DM'd the game. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, uh, Radical Radish says, "Been loving the spectacular content this month. Hope there's more down the line." There is. I actually because of the Baltimore Comic Con this weekend, I can't put out GBU this week because there's no place for it to go. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like maybe Thursday. So we'll see. But uh, but we got two more episodes of GBU coming out. It might just be two two next week or something. Well, well, I know which one. I know which one to mix. <laughs> it's not the last one we shot. No. Uh, but yeah, so it's just you, it, everyone just got to seem very upset. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's gonna be fine. Of all the episodes that come out, I'm not gonna not put them out. It's just like when they're gonna come out. Yeah, you know. But uh, yes, you you uh, if you haven't already heard about this, please go to BaltimoreComicConLive.com, subscribe to this channel to find out more. Of course, uh, this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you will be getting uh, nonstop panels. So please, if you are subscribed and you're not expecting an inundation of panels and stuff, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't like, you know, don't freak out. It's not forever. It's 72 hours of yeah. stuff. But and I and I and I, I implore you. There's gonna be some cool stuff coming out too that you're gonna want to check out. Mm. And I think we're getting those videos. Like I think there's gonna be on this channel forever, so you could like check them out as they go. Um, and as a result of our experience, you'll see more uh, content on this channel that you wouldn't have otherwise. So I'm excited to share that with you as we go. Uh, but at the very least, the last thing I want to say is just come to the show. Come to BaltimoreComicConLive.com. And be part of the action because there's a lot of crazy awesome stuff that I, I don't think you even heard about. So go to the website, click in the description below this video, or just go there yourself um, and look at the panel lineups and consider checking out like some of those like anything that costs money, you get something for. So like check it out. Yeah. Like, those are cool. But everything's free. Mm-hmm. So uh, and uh, no way, apologies for the for the silly questions. Just trying to be bemused chuckle. Uh, just trying for a bemused chuckle. Been a fan forever. Keep up you crazy kids. Uh, we'll do no way. I like seeing your name because I don't. I was like, no way, no way. Says that. You're trying to figure out what what it was. Yeah. You don't remember? I don't. 
I'll go up. I'll go up. Or I'll end the stream by accident. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? It's oh, the, the, the Harry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was funny. I didn't give I him think, one. You know what? I think it, like I think what happened here. It no went way, over my head. No, it wasn't just that. It was he was still reeling from my horrific joke. Right. Right. That's fair. So I'm sorry. I was I I, I ruined it. Yeah. I ruined it. No, you didn't ruin anything. But uh, listen, if you want to help us out, of course, go uh, to patreon.com slash comicpop to help us out directly. And there's more to come. A lot more to come. Uh, Twitch.tv slash comicpop. Follow her for video game uh, content. And, uh, you know, that's it. You know, well, you can go to instagram.com slash official to get some behind the scenes pictures. And we'll, 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 we're, we're working on lots of stuff that's coming in this upcoming year, which I'm referring, I'm referring officially to 2020 as the gap year. We took a gap. We took a gap. We took a gap. Because I had lots of big plans for 2020, and, like, it didn't... Like, we got a lot of, like, really cool interviews, but, like, not a lot of, like, really cool changes to the channel that I wanted to implement. But, like, 2021... There's still time. There's, like, no time. It is October. Exactly. This year is almost over. Yeah. And, like, 2021, I don't have a lot of faith in you. I gotta tell you. Doesn't feel good. But, uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but we're gonna but we're gonna soldier forth, and we got a lot of big plans. I have a big board of all kinds of crap we're gonna yeah. do uh, that you will notice. Uh, but yeah, so that's it. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us. And uh, oh yeah, before we go, um, if you haven't already, you should check out the uh, my appearance over on Word Balloon. Yeah, do that. Um, I was over on Word Balloon, uh, John Suntress's podcast. It's like a real show with like a lot of really cool guests and a, like really really. It was it was a big deal. It was a really big deal for for me yes. personally. And uh, so if you haven't already checked it out, you should definitely check it out now. Do it. It's in the description right, or it's in the chat. Do right it. Now. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us, and we'll see you guys next time. Anything else we should we should plug? No, I mean like I missed the the boat on the Valiant panel because that happened. Oh yeah, the Valiant panel. Tiffany hosted a Valiant panel. Was it last week already, or was it two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. But definitely watch that too. <laughs> it was a super fun time. Watch that too. I did that. You did that. You hosted a you hosted a panel at New York Comic Con. I can go on my resume. Yeah, that's a that's a legit thing. That is a legit thing. That's all we do. got. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. All it's right. time for dinner. So long. Everybody. <laughs>